Welcome to Women in Venture Capital, a podcast by students for students. I'm Roshvina. And I'm Anvita. And we are from the Harvard Business School. Our guest today is Madeline Keelan. Madeline is an investor at Victor's Capital, a Boston-based venture capital firm that invests in early-stage consumer companies led by gender-diverse teams. She's also on the board of the HBS Association of Boston, a nonprofit organization serving more than 8,000 HBS alumni and business leaders within Greater Boston and focused on leadership, entrepreneurship, and social enterprise. Madeline earned her MBA from HBS in 2019. Prior to HBS, she worked as a senior consultant at Oliver Wyman and in operations at the Walt Disney Company. It's a real pleasure to have you on today, Madeline. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I'm just uh, diving into the questions for today. Can you talk a little bit about your transition to venture capital and the recruiting process while at HBS? So I somewhat joke that in venture, you're both always recruiting and never recruiting. Um, And I think it's similar on a venture firm side where people are never hiring and always hiring. Um, So I would say compared to my experience working for much larger companies like Apple or Disney or even in consulting, recruiting and venture is much less structured. Um, The teams are small, roles come up quite infrequently, and it's often tied to the growth of the firm. So usually after raising a new fund. Um, I found my way into venture, I think, somewhat by happenstance. Uh, So the summer before school, I had a little bit more time to read, to write, to reflect, I think, as many of us do. Um, and at that time, I actually was reached out to you by, by a prior contact. We'd worked together in a nonprofit called Subiendo back in Texas. Um, he was a VC and looking to bring on some venture fellows. And so that was essentially my first foot in the door and was a wonderful learning experience from the standpoint of just getting, again, getting a little bit more of an insight into what it means to look at an early stage deal, especially in tech, very, very different in some ways to what I had done before. Um, and so that was just super helpful to to start kind of signaling on my resume, but also just building a new and diverse skill set. And so I will be the first to admit that it's not easy, but my advice would actually just be to enjoy the process. I think our industry really thrives on making connections and building authentic relationships. And if you're able to do this while recruiting, you'll probably find that it actually translates to your role as well as you enter venture. That's great, Madeline. Uh, Talking a little about your time at HBS, uh, you were involved in a number of leadership organizations, including the Rock Venture, Women in Investing, the Venture Chat Girls Collective. How did you choose these organizations where you wanted to invest your time in? And how was your experience? Certainly. So I I feel as though I chose some and some chose me. I think um, I was trying to be very deliberate during HBS about how I spent my time and, and where that went. I think I, like many others, have a habit of probably doing too much at once, and I think focus is incredibly important. That being said, I'm incredibly driven by impact and by being able to work with great people. And so I I think that just led to being able to to kind of do more within some of these organizations. And so, um, for instance, within the Rock Venture Group, um, HBS has amazing resources and wonderful ecosystem for those pursuing entrepreneurship. Um, as a rock venture partner, it was it was so fun. I will just say that. Um, we essentially, some classmates and I got to function as mini VCs within the school and choose the companies that were accepted to the rock accelerator. So that was a tremendously fun experience just from the perspective of 
meeting others in my class that were going into venture, but also meeting the people who were starting incredible companies while at HBS. Um, in terms of women in investing, part of that, I think, was drawn to, again, kind of stepping outside of just venture and also meeting women in investing in other asset classes. I would say venture was a little bit underrepresented, even in the women in investing club. But I loved so much being able to, again, either talk to someone else in venture, but perhaps in healthcare versus consumer versus fintech, or talk to someone else doing consumer investing, but in private equity or a hedge fund. Um, it was, again, we were, we were able to draw in not only fantastic talent from the student body, but we had wonderful mentors from faculty as well. Um, Professor Mugford has always been a wonderful part of the club, and we are so thankful. I think if you talk to many of us at HBS, there's some connection. Um, and so, again, it's, it's very much people and impact there, too. Um, and then a, a few other things, I think, with Bench Chat Girls Collective or a, a podcast that I did while at HBS called We Are HBS. I think part of that is just a lot of building things, um, very much community driven and, and very much highlighting what what others have done and the impact there. So that that's a little bit just around some of the things I did while at HBS and a soft spot in my heart for each of them. Yeah, I think we also kind of started this podcast with um, the community in mind and getting in touch with um, people who maybe don't have access right now to certain resources, and hopefully we can provide that to them. So Victor's Capital is a firm believer of investing in diverse teams. How have you seen that play out since you joined when it comes to making funding yeah, decisions? So I'm, I'm really proud of the mission and the lens that we have at, at my current firm. Um, within our portfolio, 90% of our portfolio companies have women CEOs. All of them are led by diverse teams. And I think that for as we look at the startup ecosystem, diversity really needs to be at the forefront. It, it can't be an afterthought. I think something that we've really seen as, as again, numbers and diversity have, have come out in tech and even as that translates to early stage companies is that when you're growing fast, the easiest thing to do is to do so in a really homogenous way, right? You get other people in your network who tend to look like you, who tend to think a little bit more like you, and you're able to make decisions quicker. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best decisions. And I think long-term, as we look at all of the data, what the data shows is that diverse teams drive better returns and they drive better outcomes, more creative outcomes. And so I think having that longer-term vision and knowing the importance of diversity is, is really important. And so as it relates to our funding decisions in our firm, that's really something that's top of mind. We're thinking about what the team is at the current time and how they're thinking about growing that team, how it's going to be made up of individuals whose strengths differ, but are going to make a huge impact in coming together. And that's very much driven by diversity of thought as well as diversity of skill set. That's really fascinating to know. Uh, and in complete honesty, come to think of it, our podcast is more like an afterthought of what, what we saw were the conversations in the ecosystem about not knowing a lot about the entire investing ecosystem. But the intent is very much to get ahead of uh, all of this to be able to make a difference and drive change from within, uh, like you put it well. Um, Something about your being very active in Boston, Madeline, you've been uh, around for long. So what advice would you have for women looking for a career in VC in the particular region of Boston? Yeah, so I love Boston. Um, I am a complete transplant. So as you can probably tell, my accent is certainly, although I have been mistaken for someone from Boston, I think just the way I say park or car or Harvard have no idea. Um, but 
I am a translator and I've, I've loved it here. So I think Boston, as compared to some other startup or, or venture ecosystems, is quite small and close-knit. And I, I, I mean that just from how intimate it feels. I think a lot of the people in venture and, and who are working in tech here know each other and there's something nice about that. Um, I think in terms of advice as relates to, to people who are looking at exploring career here, um, whether it's New England or even just East Coast in general, is just getting to know the people. Um, I think it's important to understand what the entrepreneurial ecosystem looks like, um, whether it's playing to strengths in different areas like healthcare or biotech or fintech or travel tech. Um, I, and I think in saying that, like branch, branch out of your school, branch out of your current employer, branch out of your function and get to know it from a more holistic sense. I'm, I'm a huge fan of what those more disparate connections look like as you build a network. Um, and also you'll just meet people who, who can really teach you a lot. Um, so I, again, I think back to, back to the former advice, it's certainly not easy. And I think it's sometimes you feel like you're, you're doing things and you don't know why, but if you enjoy it and you just want to be part of the community, you'll, you'll learn a lot. Um, and again, I'm a huge, huge fan of Boston. Um, so I was doing uh, some research on, um, you know, the, the state of venture capital in the current environment. And I came across um, this article called We Rise, where HBS alumni and faculty weigh in on what it would take to close venture capital's longstanding gender gap. And you wrote a piece as part of that, and you touched on the disproportionate impact of the current economic environment on women and the need to not only bring in women, but also retain them. Can you comment a little bit yeah, more on that? So this is something that I've been passionate about throughout my career. Um, I've worked in, in many industries that have tended to be male-dominated, whether it's finance now or consulting in the past. And I think all of those have taught me to, one, be very data-driven, but also to think about the why behind it and to think about the impact going forward. As it relates to my to my comment and that, that article that you mentioned, by the way, you guys do fantastic research. Um, unfortunately, what we've seen is that with the pandemic and, and looking at the economic fallout, it's it's having a regressive effect on gender equality. Women make up 40% of global employment, but account for 54% of overall job losses during this time. And, you know, some of that might be accounted for because of sector, but a large part is also attributed to traditional gender roles, to the burden of unpaid childcare, the burden of looking at elder care of extended family, um, which which women disproportionately do take on. And so as I think about how that relates to venture, you know, within venture, women investors make up only about 10% of our industry. And so having women leave actually is, is a fairly outsized impact. Um, I will also note that the numbers for women of color look actually much worse than that. Um, and if you look at it from a socioeconomic standpoint, worse again. And so I think in terms of how this translates, where we're looking at industries where women or any group is underrepresented, it's particularly important not just to think about growth, but to think about retention and how we can really re retain people in order to stay in the industry, to rise up the ranks. Because at the end of the day, we really need diverse leadership. And that's not just from a moral imperative. It's not just because it's the good thing to do, but it's because it's the right thing to do from a business perspective. Um, it goes back to the thesis that I that we have at Victorus and also just to the standpoint of looking at economic success from a GDP level. Um, and so I think, again, as it relates to startups and going forward, 
as we see more women on the investing side, we'll we'll see more diversity in those who get funded too. Uh, I completely echo with that. And it's it's a recurring theme we've seen with all the guests we've had on the show. Um, and we do believe that, like you said, more women at the decision table make, means more women um, are actually encouraged to, you know, work on the startup and get financing. So we're hoping it actually does go in that direction. Thank you, Madeline, for being on the show today. Um, it was a real pleasure to have you on talk about your love for Boston and the venture capital industry and all the fun stuff you did at HBS. Um, and of course, your insight on um, how the current environment impacts women um, in investing and also as founders. Yeah. No, happy to be here. Thanks for having me.